The Barn Isle, Episode 16, Tempo, Transitions, and Spiral In. Howdy, hi everybody. How are you today? Welcome to The Barn Isle. My name is Denise Ewell, and I'm your host. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast. I'm a USHJA certified hunter jumper trainer. I'm a barn owner and I have over 30 years professional experience in the hunter jumper industry. The goal of my podcast is to pay it forward to all of you by sharing my experiences and to provide ideas for you to help with your riding and your horse. This is Denise, and I'm glad that you decided to join me for an episode of The Barn Isle. Quite often I take audio recordings of my lessons just to kind of give myself ideas in the future. They're reference points when I look back at a horse's training, uh, but then sometimes I feel like they can also be good tools for you, the listener, to, to get some ideas for what you're working on with your horse at home. So the little bit I have for you today is, um, I, I think I recorded it a couple months ago. It was a cold morning, horses are kind of fresh, but um, the part that I had recorded, we were, we started out at the trot, or I started recording as the horses were trotting, and we talked a little bit about tempo. Now, if you know anything about music, you probably have kind of an idea of what tempo is. In music, it has to do with the rate of speed of, um, of a musical piece. And you can apply tempo to your horse's stride as they are traveling around the arena. So uh, there's um, some video that's been on like TikTok and Instagram about how how this song perfectly matches your horse's canter. And it has a very bump, 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 bump kind of beat to it. And when we're talking about tempo or how, how I like to talk about tempo when I'm teaching is it has to do with that rhythm, that's pace, that cadence, that evenness of your horse's gait. So for example, in the trot, the tempo of the trot is, is it's an even one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two pattern. And then within the trot, you will have, let's say, an acceleration. You know, when the tempo starts to change, the horse generally is losing a quality of trot. So you're trotting along one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. And then you start to lose it. So like if your horse gets quick, you're going to be going one, two, 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 one, two. And, you know, and then your horse breaks into the canter. Okay. So that's an example of how if your tempo changes, you're losing the quality of your trot. And the, the, the converse is true as well as if the horse starts to slow down, you're trotting around one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one. To. Then your horse gets sort of sloth-like. They tend to get behind the leg and dragging their toes in the sand. You know, it's just not a good quality trot. So sometimes, you know, as instructors, we 
ask our riders to count that rhythm as they're trotting around the ring or sing a song with an even beat. You know, like that example of the TikTok video, you know, this even rhythm, bump, 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 you know, just kind of keeping an even rhythm. I'd address that a little bit in this clip of the lesson. I don't really explain it as much as I just did to you all now, but um, something that's pretty easy to work on at home. Another thing too is a lot of your cell phones get a metronome app. I've seen those being used in physical therapy for humans when you're trying to get people who are recovering to walk with an even regular gait. The tick tock, tick tock. You can also use that app for your horse and carry it around with you and listen to it and then try to make your horse match the pace of your metronome. You know, there's going to be an ideal setting that's kind of their normal, but then, you know, it's like tweak it a little bit, go a little faster, go a little slower and get where your horse is super adjustable. Also in this lesson, talk a little bit about transitions, uh, meaning changes within a gate or within the paces that, uh, that you're riding your horse at. You're doing a transition from the trot to the walk. Okay, so you're transitioning between the, the trot to the walk and that in between time, between the trot and the walk, you also want it to be quality. If you pull on the reins and the horse falls on their face, that is not a quality transition. If you close your fingers and the horse rocks back to his hind end and just steps into a lovely walk after you've been trotting, that is a quality transition. Trot to canter, the horse is balanced, they're set up, they step with quality from the trot to the canter seamlessly, that is a quality transition. If you apply your aids to canter and the horse isn't balanced and they start scampering in the trot and fall into the canter, obviously not a quality transition. Practicing transitions and insisting on the quality as you are changing between gates and as well as within a gate. You're riding around in sort of your normal trot. You want to shorten the stride. You want the horse to remain active. And you'll hear me say that a few times in this, this uh, lesson clip. Also, when you send them forward, you don't want them to just fall on their head and start dragging themselves with their front legs across the ground. You're going to lose the quality of the trot. You're going to lose the tempo. Okay, they're going to get shuffly. All right, you want to keep that, keep that tempo, keep that beat as you go from a normal trot up to a bigger length of stride. An exercise that um, we're doing in this lesson is... Um, a spiral in, spiral out maneuver. Uh, so generally we do those, you can do them anywhere, but the way my ring is, because it's long and narrow, we generally use an end of the ring. Uh, we'll start on a regular size circle in my arena. That's about a 20 meter circle, 33 feet or so in uh, radius. You start on that bigger circle, establish an even tempo to our gait, whether it's the trot or the canter. And then we ask to gradually bring our horse in and we're spiraling down to a smaller circle. We help the horse stay balanced. This is more of a gymnastic exercise for the horse because as they decrease the size of their circle, they've got to balance themselves more with their hind end to keep them from falling out of balance onto their front end. And then we'll spiral back out again 
moving the horse a little bit off the inside leg to our outside rein, getting the horse to step under again with the hind feet to help lift the front end and move them back out to the bigger circle. Really good exercise for adjustability. And when I talk about keeping the hind foot under them, that is exactly what it sounds like. As a horse travels by nature, they are built with a majority of their weight towards their front end. A horse's center of gravity or center of mass is basically right behind the shoulder blades. That is, when their center of mass is tipping more towards the front end, more towards the shoulder blade, the horse is going to pull themselves along a little more with their front legs. By thinking about activating the hind feet of your horse, the horse will bring the hind foot up under its belly and lift its wither and shift its center of mass back a little bit. And as the horse does that, they create more power and strength in their hind end. They lighten the front end, which makes it easier to jump bigger jumps, jump any jump, honestly, turn quicker. So that's what I mean when I talk about ride the hind feet. Keep those hind feet active so that the horse is lifting himself and bringing his back and wither up towards the sky and back a little bit towards the rider, if that makes sense, if you can picture that. That's my synopsis of this little audio clip from one of my lessons. I hope you find it useful and that you enjoy it. Great. And then when you feel the tempo of the trot, get a little quick. You know, try to slow your post down, take a breath. You know, because it's cold out and the horses are a little keen. So you want to keep them as quiet and, and relaxed as you can, but not let them get lazy or sloth-like, you know what I mean? You know, they still have to be obedient but just not trying to buck you off. There we go, good. Yeah, that looks good there. So with him, I would do a few transitions. I would trot and then come down to the walk or halt. You know, anything to get him where he's rocking back to his hind end and then, yep, and then sending him forward again. So you're trying to get the back end a little more active, yeah? And you can do some transitions as well. Maybe just down to the walk. I wouldn't necessarily halt with her unless she really like braces against you. Yeah. You know, she's a little more delicate. Whereas well, he's more schooled. He has an agenda, a kind of a planned agenda to use less energy than he needs to. So we gotta kinda get him focused a little more. Watch that you're not um, doing too much left, right, left, right with your hand and wagging his nose back and forth. There, and walk, good. See, and like there, she spooked at the mounting block a little bit, and so that's when the leg is there to keep her going forward, right? Now like already, feel like you have a better trot. Yeah, I like that. Man, it doesn't take too long to get him dialed in. I feel like with him that you have him a little more up in front of you. So each of you should feel like if you were to point them at any one of these jumps in the ring, 
you could just trot up to it and they'd jump it. I mean, that's the quality of trot that you have, and it's about the quality of trot. It's not necessarily about the speed, and not necessarily about the length of stride, but more about the quality of each step they're taking, right? So in that trot, if you were to point them at one of these jumps, you feel like you'd have a good jump? Yeah. Good. How about you? I think so. Yeah. I think you're both right. Yeah, super. I really liked her reaction. She took a breath. You know, you're adding the leg to just sort of say, hey, march forward. And she took a breath and she's like, okay, I'll march forward. That's good. Yeah, so make a circle and then gradually spiral your circle inward until you're on a smaller circle. And you can do that with her also. And then we'll spiral back out again. So you're just decreasing the size of the circle, keeping the balance. As the circle gets smaller, their stride might get a little shorter, but their step stays active. Active, yes, good. And then you can spi <laughs> spiral them back out again. So they, it's a little leg yield away from the inside leg as you spiral out. And then you can take them straight ahead again, do a change of direction, and then do the same exercise other way. So a nice circle and gradually spiral your circle inward. Feel the horse stay short and lively in their stride as you decrease the size of the circle. Good, super. Now we'll spiral him back out. Spiral him back out and then when you're ready, spiral her back out. So it's a little leg yield away from the inside leg, pushing them out towards your outside rein. Inside leg, pushing them out towards your outside rein. That's it. And then straight ahead again. And then each of you will stay tracking left and find a different place to do the same exercise again. And then you can more or less do it on your own. You know, just gradually circle or spiral in and then leg yield spiral out. There, he got a little bit slow with the hind foot there as you spiraled him in. Yeah, so that's where like a little nudge, nudge with the leg. Nudge, nudge and say, hey, get that hind foot under you. There you go. That looks much better. And then when he's, he's carrying himself pretty well, then go ahead and spiral him out. That looks super. Okay, I think you can spiral her out a little bit. Lovely, very nice. Change direction. While you're changing direction, let your horse have a little stretch. Just sort of push your hands forward, give them a long, yeah, I like that. You should feel them stretching a little bit. Oh, good girl. That's super, her balance has gotten so much better. So much better. And then put them together and let's do one more circle this direction with a little spiral in and then spiral out. Much better with your hands, by the way. You know, because now as you're decreasing the size of your circle, you're focusing more on letting his wither come up. And then your hands are much, you carry your hands much better. There, good.
Good. And then, you know, when you guys are ready, go ahead and spiral out. Very nice. And when, once you guys are back out, go ahead and let the horses have a loose rein again and let them stretch a little bit. And when they kind of take a breath, you can let them come down to the walk and we'll let them catch their breath for a moment. Oh, beautiful transition there. Yeah, I like this frame with him. I mean, it can be a little, maybe a little bit more connected. But getting him active behind makes him rounder. You know, and it's so easy to try to concentrate on the head and neck. But when you get his rear in here and he's coming through behind, you don't have to do much up front. As now he's just a nice round little package. Good. Okay, on your own, just sort of do some transitions within the canner. Open them up, shorten them up, make a circle here and there. And you know, if you're decreasing into a turn, think about using your half halt to set them up for the turn. Okay, so like a little half halt, decrease it. So you're balancing them back towards launch. Good. And we'll decrease. Let's see your decrease, slow down, and give. So it's not decrease and hold her together. It's decrease and let her hold herself. So you're half halt before the decrease. Half halt. Uh, yeah. See, and then you can let go. Because if you just pull, she leans. But if you can half halt and set up the balance before you tell her to decrease, she has a better, better odds of being balanced and carrying herself. Change direction. So I just do a simple change of lead. Your reins can be a little bit shorter, kind of getting into your lap and losing their effectiveness. Pretty light, huh? Yeah. Okay, you guys find a place to circle. We'll do the spiral in at the canner. So you're going to gradually make your circle a little smaller. Not as tight probably as at the trot, but a little smaller. That's it. And then spiral back out. Good. And then just let her relax. Open up a little there. There you go. Pretty good. Yeah, that was really good. Half halt. You're, try not to do so much with your body. Okay, if he's that dull, give him a little tap with your heel and say, hey, get up there. Move those back feet. There you go. Now spiral him out. And we'll do another change of direction. Just do a simple change. And then find an end and we'll do a spiral in, spiral out at canner. So like there, I would have just taken a moment to um, put him together through that transition. He sort of twisted his head and he got a little strung out and spit you out a little bit. Easy. Easy, yep. Watch that you don't counter bend too much as you spiral in. There. Yeah, you can use the outside rein to balance. 
But guide with the inside ring. There it is. See, and that's harder. That's harder. Bring it. Yep. Now go ahead and leg yield her out. That looks excellent. Let's do another spiral in, spiral out. Pick your hands up a little. So like right there, right there, that's where you need a little inside leg and to elevate your inside rein a little bit. There, there, there he goes. And then you can relax, yep. He's just not quite as correct this direction in his bend. And then spiral back out. All right, then once you get back out, let's go ahead, give them a looser rein at the canter, kind of float the reins and let them carry themselves around in canter on a light contact. That's really good, huh? They both want to get a little four beady. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but there's like bum 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 bum. That's because it's harder for them to hold themselves. All right, put them back together in canter. And then when you're ready, come down to your post-steam trot. Good. Pretty balanced. She didn't really fall on her forehand too much. Good. Good, you guys. And loose rein at the trot. Let them stretch a little bit. So as they're finishing up this lesson, we finished up with um, giving the horses a loose rein, letting the horses stretch their head and neck down and stretch through their backs because doing the different exercises that we did in, in that lesson requires a lot of engagement of the horse's hind end and they, they end up using their, their lower back muscles, you know, the muscles behind the saddle, their lumbar spine, um, and over the top of their croup and their leg muscles, hamstrings and glutes. Also doing the spiral in as they're engaging their hind end, they also have to lift their abdominal muscles to help lighten their front end. So um, pretty gymnastic type of workout. You know, we started the lesson just working on tempo, quality of trot, introduced the spiral in at the trot, did some transitions, opening and closing the stride and then finishing up nice and loose. I hope you guys could, can use some of the, the exercises we did in this lesson to work with your horse to help get them more balanced and carrying themselves much better. All right, everybody, I hope you have a great afternoon. Enjoy your horse and have a great time out at the barn. Hi there, it's Denise again. I hope you're enjoying my podcast and finding my segment somewhat useful to your daily life around the barn. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics for my show, please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I can be found at Barn Isle Podcast. Thanks so much for your support. Have a great one.